Chapter Fourteen of Manx Fairy Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Francisca Power. Manx Fairy Tales by Sophia Morrison. Chapter Fourteen. Billy Bag, Tom Bag, and the Fairies. Not far from Delby, Billy Bag and Tom Bag, two humpback cobblers lived together on a lonely craft. Billy Bag was sharper and cleverer than Tom Bag, who was always at his command. One day Billy Bag gave Tom a staff, and quoth he, Tom Bag, go to the mountain and fetch home the white sheep. Tom Bag took the staff and went to the mountain, but he could not find the white sheep. At last, when he was far from home and dusk was coming on, he began to think that he had best go back. The night was fine and stars and a small crescent moon were in the sky. No sound was to be heard but the curly's sharp whistle. Tom was hastening home and had almost reached Glen Russian when a grey mist gathered and he lost his way. But it was not long before the mist cleared and Tom Bag found himself in a green glen such as he had never seen before, though he thought he knew every glen within five miles of him, for he was born and reared in the neighbourhood. He was marvelling and wondering where he could be when he heard a faraway sound drawing nearer to him. Ah, oh, said he to himself, there is more than myself of food in the mountains tonight. I'll have company. The sound grew louder. First it was like the humming of bees, then like the rushing of Glenmay waterfalls, and last it was like the marching and the murmur of a crowd. It was the fairy host. Of a sudden the glen was full of fine horses and of little people riding on them, with the lights on their red caps shining like the stars above and making the night as bright as day. There was the blowing of horns, the waving of flags, the playing of music and the barking of many little dogs. Tom Beck thought that he had never seen anything so splendid as all he saw there. In the midst of the drilling and dancing and singing one of them spied Tom, and then Tom saw coming towards him the grandest little man he had ever set eyes upon, dressed in gold and silver, and silk shining like a raven's wing. "'It is bad time you have chosen to come this way,' said the little man, who was the king. "'Yes, but it is not here that I am wishing to be, though,' said Tom. Then said the king, "'Are you one of us tonight, Tom?' "'I am, surely,' said Tom. "'Then,' said the king, it will be your duty to take the password. You must stand at the foot of the glen, and as each regiment goes by, you must take the password. It is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll do that with a heart and a half, said Tom. At daybreak, the fiddlers took up their fiddles. The fairy army set itself in order. The fiddlers played before them out in the glen, and sweet that music was. Each regiment gave the password to Tom as it went by, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And last of all came the king, and he too gave it, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then he called in Manx to one of his men. Take the hump from this fellow's back. And before the words were out of his mouth, the hump was whisked off Tom Bag's bag and thrown into the hedge. How proud now was Tom, who so found himself the straightest man in the Isle of Man. He went down the mountain and came home early in the morning with light heart and eager step.
Billy Bag wondered greatly when he saw Tom Bag so straight and strong, and when Tom Bag had rested and refreshed himself, he told the story, how he had met the fairies who came every night to Glen Rushen to drill. The next night, Billy Bag set off along the mountain road and came at last to the green glen. About midnight, he heard the trampling of horses, the lashing of whips, the barking of dogs, and a great hullabaloo, and behold, the fairies and their king, their dogs and their horses, all a drill in the glen as Tom Bag had said. When they saw the humpback, they all stopped, and one came forward and very crossly asked his business. I am one of yourselves for the night, and should be glad to do you some service, said Billy Bag. So he was set to take the password. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And at daybreak, the king said, It's time for us to be off. And up came regiment after regiment, giving Billy back the password. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Last of all came the king with his men and gave the password also. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And Sunday, said Billy Bag, thinking himself clever. Then there was a great outcry. Get the hump that was taken off that fellow's back last night and put it on this man's back, said the king with flashing eyes, pointing to the hump that lay under the hedge. Before the words were well out of his mouth, the hump was clapped onto Billy Bag's back. Now, said the king, be off, and if I ever find you here again, I will clap another hump on your front. And on that they all marched away with one great shout and left poor Billy Bag standing where they had found him, with a hump growing on each shoulder. And he came home next day, dragging one foot after another, with a whizzed face and as cross as two sticks with his two humps on his back, and if they are not off, they are there still. End of chapter 14 Recording by Franziska Power